Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 54 four ways to attract true love. In this episode, you're going to learn all of the things that you could be doing that's blocking you from attracting true love, and then a few strategies that you could implement into your life that will allow the process to be effortless. I hope everybody enjoys the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about four ways to attract true love. And Right now, we're actually in the week of Valentine's Day. So whether you're listening to this live or you're listening to this months later, this is useful no matter what. So we're excited to talk about it. We are excited to talk about it because we actually lived everything we're going to be talking about in this episode. And those are my favorite episodes to do is like Mm -hmm. the topics that we actually have experience in because I feel like we have a lot of insights that we could give people. Yeah, we always tell little stories in between. The only things that we'll talk about are things that we've actually been through so we can help by giving our experiences. And this is definitely one of those things that everyone asks questions about to us. So we're excited to talk about it. Right. This is one of the most common, I think, desires that people have yeah. is to want to have that loving relationship, mm-hmm. to want to get married for some people. And so here we go. So should we talk about number one here? So yes. number one is don't let your past relationships be moments of regret. So it's really easy to kind of go back in time and to regret your past relationships, whether you thought that they were negative situations or you started beating yourself up and thinking, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this differently? Right, because every single day you could beat yourself up and no matter how good you are at whatever you're doing, you could be like, oh, I could have done that differently. Mm-hmm. So in a lot of us, we have horrible relationships from the past to where some of us might have cheated, some of us might have said mean things to our past you know, boyfriend or girlfriends in high school. There's different things that we've done that we've regret. Yeah. And... The thing is, you could either live in that pain. We did an episode, actually last episode, episode 53, mm-hmm. on you could either be you know, live in victim mode or you could authentically express yourself. Same thing goes here with relationships. If you've messed up in the past, you could either be a victim of it and yeah. keep telling that same old story or you could find meaning in it and you could figure out, wait, what can I learn from this situation and how can I use this to help other people, to help my kids and nephews and nieces? And everybody, you know, everybody that I come into contact with. And for future relationships too. So one of the things that I really like to do is when I'm reflecting on anything in my life, thinking, picking the, the points that actually have meaning and are really positive that I like. So you might find an old relationship that's in your, in your life that you think, Ooh, I liked that sense of humor. I don't want to be with them, but I like that piece of sense of humor. I would like that in my next relationship. So focus it on that energy. If there's something that was disappointing for you, like Tony said, treat it like a lesson and and really take it as, okay, there's a reason that happened. I learned from it. I went through the pain and now I'm going to continue to keep on moving. I won't do that again. 
Exactly. So, that's And it's really all important. about standing in your power, right? Which you yes. always talk about. Yeah. And it really just means using everything in your life as something that could turn your power on that you have within you mm-hmm. to pull more of yourself out. Because that's what things do, right? Negative situations, when they happen to us, yeah. they either make us go down the negative side and mm-hmm. go down a vortex or they pull more of ourselves out to where, like we're talking about relationships. Um, if you wanted to be more of whatever it was in your past relationship, we'll just be more of that in this relationship. So if you want to be more present when you're having dinner with your wife or husband or boyfriend or girlfriend, well, in your next relationship, be more present and just look, you know, look her in the eyes or him in the eyes and be, be there because that could have been, it sounds so simple, but something like that could save a relationship. That's it really true. could. No, that's so true. And it's making me think as we're talking about this, that guys and girls, I feel like they communicate totally differently and they think differently. Definitely. I feel like there is, um, what is that book? Men and men are from Mars and women are from, from Venus. I haven't read that since high school, but I've I felt like, it. yeah, I read it like years ago. It was given to me and I, I could relate to it at the time. I can't think of the details of it right now, but I believe that we could all evolve and we can all think on the same page if we want to. But I'm finding working with clients and different things like that. I think girls, women, replay more things in their head. Do you, I know you I would think, think that, well, I think that in general they do with everything, yeah. like not to stereotype or anything, but women tend to think overthink. more than men and overthink, you know, because they're, I feel like when you're, when you're highly intuitive too, which women are in general, it seems they're a little bit more intuitive, you know, more tuned into that side Maybe that causes feelings. you to, yeah. in your feelings and your emotions that causes you to overthink too, because you're kind of you're reading deep into a lot of things. So yeah. you're seeing the truth to where men, they're just like surface, you know, not, this is general speaking. I don't like to put everybody in one box because yeah. I'm not like, yeah, I get, you're I, more I'm emotional more, than me. I'm more different. Everybody's but different. But I replay things repeatedly and you don't. True. Yeah. And you're that, like, why are you still bringing this up? And I, that is true. You know, and maybe it's, everybody has their different reasons. You have to go through that yeah. and let that out. I don't know where you're going with that, but well, because people, yeah. I think men and women think differently. And yes, they, yeah. I don't know. I think that that's important because this goes back to not regretting the past. So if you could repeatedly repeat the past in your head from these past relationships and it actually stops you from moving forward. Yeah, so the next time that you have that negative thought that comes in your head with something or, you know, with some circumstance or whatever that whatever happened, you can make, just turn it to, it's simple. It's like, this is like kindergarten stuff, I think, like just change it to the opposite of that thought. What would you want to do in that situation next time? Yeah. Or what could you do to prevent that? Maybe you could see intuitively all the things that led to that specific mm-hmm. thing and you could be like, I'm not gonna do that anymore. Yeah. So to get specific, you got you and your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend had a real big fight, but you saw these little fights you know, boiling up over six months time and you knew that you should have stopped it, but you didn't. Right. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I know we're spending a lot on number one, but this is important too, because what you're saying is to actually change that story. Yes. Well, you can actually create an imaginary story in your mind of how that would have been fixed and acted out in your exactly. head. Because that can release some sort of energy too. And it can something. because you're growing and you know, like if you come, you're coming full circle and you come back and you're like, wait, 
next time that happens, I'll do this. Yeah. Well, then now so you already went through that in your mind. They say if you go there in your mind, you'll go there in the body. It's true. So once you go through that process in your mind, then next time something likes that, something like that, I that didn't sound right, but something like that happens, you'll already know what to do. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to be reactive in those moments and do something that's that well, you could regret too or that you might have done in the past that wasn't that didn't produce a result that you wanted wanted and i feel like stuff has come up in our relationship where it's come up before in the past for me and i changed the way that i was responding so if there was like a conversation or okay let me stop why am i reacting like that it actually helped me to think about how i used to react when i was you know in my teens right so, if you fall into those old habits should yeah. we go to number two yes all right, so number two, so how do you attract true love? Stop looking for it. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. Stop looking for it and just start loving your life. As simple as that sounds, stop thinking, oh, I have to go out to a club every Friday to meet somebody, or I got to mm -hmm. go to church to meet somebody, or I have to go here. Put, quit putting all these rules in your head. Stop trying to make it happen in your head. This would be my excuse. Some people might have different opinions. I think if you just focus on doing what you love doing, this is exactly what I did before I met you, Lindsay. Mm -hmm. I can remember telling my friends, like, I don't, at the time, like, I was single for about four years, and I did not want a girlfriend. I didn't want one. I was open to having one, and I told my friends, hey, I'm, the, the perfect girl is out there for me. She's spiritual. She's going to believe in the law of attraction, all of these things. And I felt it, but while I did that, I didn't sit there and dwell on it. Like only if the cop that came up, I would say that, mm -hmm. you know, I'd reaffirm that. But I stayed busy loving my life. Like I stayed busy doing hobbies, like playing wiffle ball, playing sports, basketball, things that I enjoy doing. And I feel like when we focus on that, you'll naturally either one, end up meeting your future husband or wife at one of those activities. Mm -hmm. Or two, you're generating such good energy, such good loving energy within your soul. You're going to attract more energy that's like it goes with the law of vibration. Yes, definitely, that's huge. And that's exactly how I felt. I didn't want to meet anyone. And Tony and I met, I was big into traveling and actually what we're doing right now, traveling, reading, um, going to spiritual events like crystal bowl meditation, doing a lot of things for myself, getting massages, reflexology, acupuncture, really just enjoying the moment at that time um, and spending that, that time on focusing on what I really wanted to do the majority of the time. So that's something that's really big. Right. And so oh, yeah, there was say? something about that. There was something, oh, where you said, stop looking. So some people might think, well, should I be on a dating app? I mean, I've never been on a dating app, so I really don't, I don't have experience with that. We're not saying not to go out and go on dates. Like that's not what we're saying, but we're saying to stop getting fixated on trying to find the one. When you're so focused on the one and you're focused on, I need to find someone, it puts out a whole different desperate energetic spin on finding the person. And I really feel like we're not finding the people we're actually bringing it in and attracting it. Like Tony said, the law of vibration. So they're going to be with you no matter what. You're not going to make a difference by not showing up at different places. You're not going to ruin your destiny, but not by not showing up someplace. They're going to be in your path no matter what. Right. Because we're all connected. Yeah. Right. So if you're putting, you're, you're allowing, I feel like it's like you kept, you said a lot of good things in there, mm -hmm. but allowing, you're, you're referring to like allowing it to happen. Mm -hmm. And when you're focused on, 
generating the energy that you want to generate for yourself. Yeah. Then you're it's, that's more in the allowing process, and time and space does not matter. It just only matters you getting in alignment. So it's all that you know the whole alignment thing, getting into alignment, yeah. which Dr. Wayne Dyer talks a lot about, especially in his book The Power of Intention. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful thing because when you're in alignment, you're going to attract the right person or the right people. And it may not even be your love life. This could just be like lifelong friends that you run into. Like, what was it, a month ago? I, I met a friend on the plane. He randomly mm-hmm. sat next to me. I feel like he's he's a very deep thinker. We think a lot alike. We're, I feel like we're going to be friends for a long time. And yeah. it randomly happened. But I feel like the more that you open yourself up and allow this process it just it just starts to happen yeah and look at tony and i we were in two different states and we met that's so a huge yes we, like really like getting back to like the reality of how we met it's crazy and we did do an episode i think it was in our very for episode one where we talk about that story so yeah we'll do a full that. episode about it where we go in detail so yeah. people could could yes. have that but basically we, we were 1100 miles away i was in st louis Lindsay in tampa and, we and spirit brought us together. A lot of you know our story. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't, it's sprinkled throughout our podcast yeah, episodes. Definitely. Should we go to number three? Mm-hmm. So number three is be happy for happy couples. So this is something that came natural to me. Like it didn't come natural at one point for me. Yeah, I mean, I I could probably look back before high school, and it, it probably you know I had moments where it wasn't natural. Yeah. But after high school, I could honestly say I don't remember. I always remember being happy. It was just something that came natural. We all have those things to where you naturally do the most effective behavior. Mm-hmm. And, and that, in that way, I did the most effective behavior by when I seen couples, it just made me happy. You know, it made me like happy to see happy couples. And I think this is huge. And you've probably heard this a lot. There's different memes that go around and all this, but this is very deep. And you can't lie to yourself on this one, right? You can't, just like you can't lie and say, oh, I'm happy. And if you're not really happy, you know that you're lying to yourself. So you have to genuinely be happy when you see a happy couple. That means like your brothers or sisters or your cousins or friends or when you're out in public, genuinely feel that. Mm -hmm. So you said you had trouble with that before. Yeah. So all of my life, I, I always get excited for other people when they're happy. Like that's just how I am. I love seeing people happy and smile. I get upset thinking that someone's sad. But when Nick died, right after he passed away, I was really frustrated that I didn't have him to argue with. So when friends would come to me and say, oh, I'm arguing with this person, I kept on saying, well, you're lucky you have him to argue with right now. And then I would see people and it would make me feel sad to see them happy because I'm like, oh, I should have that right now with Nick being still here. So... What ended up happening was is as I started to really do the things that I wanted to do, like we talked about, reading the spiritual books, going and traveling and doing different things, I found myself being more happy for couples. But at the very beginning, I was more, it made me sad and it made me frustrated that I didn't have it. That's an excellent point to bring up because yours was pretty traumatic what happened to you, but there's Mm -hmm. other people who it feels that traumatic to them, what yeah. happened to them. So they might have had somebody that cheated on them or something that they really loved. Mm-hmm. And they're just carrying that with them. So this goes back to number one, you know, not regretting what happened in the past relationships and finding yeah. healing in it. Because if you're holding on to that pain, it's like you were doing. It's impossible for you to feel happy for happy couples. So I totally get that. Yeah. And a lot of us are holding on a lot of pain from past relationships 
whether it was with our communication or infidelity or there's all different things. Maybe you weren't, maybe you didn't give your kids enough attention and that messed up the whole family dynamic or whatever mm -hmm. it was. Yeah, there's so many different ways. But it's such a good feeling to actually genuinely feel happy for people. Like that's that's our natural state is to be happy ourselves, really. It is. So I think to get there, if you're in the place where you had something traumatic happen or you feel bitter, whatever it may be, take some time to, to really tune into yourself and figure out, like, am I happy with myself and, and where I'm at in my life? And I think that's going to be the thing that eliminates some of that emotional charge towards not being happy for people because that's what I figured out for me was during that traumatic time that I had to really go inward in order for me to feel so much different and that's why I attracted Tony he was going to be there no matter what we were going to be together but that's something that's important that was part of it the timing always works out exactly how it's supposed to it does Oh, and, and as you, so test this out too. Another thing to add to that is test this out. As you're going throughout your day and you see happy couples wherever mm -hmm. you're at, think about how that's making you feel and really tune into that. Yes, that's a huge thing to figure out because then you'll know if, oh, I healed, that part of myself healed if I feel excited for other people. Exactly. So let's go to number four on four ways to attract true love. Number four is? You attract what you are, really. So that means you're vibrating every every person in this world is vibrating at a certain frequency and that's what you're going to attract to you. So if you're frustrated the person that you're attracting doesn't have what you're looking for. Maybe they're needy. Well, look inward. Are you feeling needy? Are you feeling like you you're um, latching onto other people? There's a reason for that too. There is. This goes with animals too. This mm -hmm. goes with everything. You, your animals and your life partners, your kids, everybody around you, especially the people close yeah. to you, like that, that live with you, they're they're going to mirror you. They're I going to mirror you in different ways. So they're here. It's not a bad thing or a good thing. It's just mm -hmm. it is what it is. But they'll reflect the good things and the bad yeah, I'm things. I'm thinking about Romeo right <laughs> now. I'm thinking he like he has these moments of being very independent and very needy and snuggly. So I feel like... Is that you? Yeah, yeah, I actually feel like that. Because I don't feel like I'm needy at all. I don't feel like I'm needy. No, you're not. You're not. I mean, I overall, like you're not. We all, we all have I'm moments. Saying, like, where... Sometimes like, you'll say to me, oh my gosh, Romeo needs something else right now. And then all of a sudden you look over at me and I want a smoothie because I'm busy doing something. Oh, so yeah. That kind of thing. The mornings are definitely busy. I think busy. the food, that's what I'm needy with. Like, can I have a smoothie? Can I, you know? Yeah. Um, but it reminds me, going back to you attract what you are, it's making me think of the music. Remember when we first met, you started playing on the keyboard the song that just came through your soul? That was like two months before we met. Yeah. It just started coming to me. And the lyrics were, I'm going to make it through to you. Yeah. And I knew that I was singing to, it sounds funny, but I knew that I was singing to my future wife. But it happened two months later. Yeah. And I feel like it was just like me intuitively on an unconscious level knowing that it's going to happen and then kind of telling Lindsay's spirit, hey, I'm making it through to you. And then but it's when interesting. he played the song, it sounded so familiar to me. Like I felt like I could, I felt it with my soul where you just know. Yeah, it's interesting. 
We're getting a little corny here, but no, no I'm just this I'm isn't just joking. Corny. This is I'm joking around. Anyone listening? To I know. This I'm just making a this. joke. I know they do. I'm just joking around. But this is it. Really, is true that you attract who you are. Like yeah. Lindsay, literally is like the mirror of me in a lot of different <laughs> ways. In a lot of different ways, and you'll find that with your life partner. Once you get to know them at a deeper level, you're going to realize how much you have in common. And because how much you challenge each other, like being soulmates, you're going to be, it's going to be part of the lessons where you help each other strive to a different place too. Definitely. And that, I feel like that's what happens. Mm-hmm. You're, you, everything happens for a reason. You're with the people that you're with for a reason. You meet the certain people you meet every day for a reason. Yeah. And the more aware we become, the more reasons we start to realize mm-hmm. and we start to see. If we're not aware, we miss them. It's easy to miss. Yeah, that's very true. So this is num- number four is huge, and it goes with pretty much numbers one through three. Mm-hmm. Is you become what you, or you attract what you are. Yeah. You attract what you are. So if you're holding on to grudges from the past, going back to number one with um, don't have regrets from the past. If you're holding on to those grudges from the past, well, that's still part of you. Yeah. And that's your vibration. So you're, you're gonna attract that, that again. So. Some of you might be looking in, in your past two relationships or maybe three and you're like, wow, the same thing happened over and over if you analyzed it. And it's because maybe you didn't heal that part. Mm-hmm. So this is huge. This goes good, positive and negative. So the better you become, the better people you're going to attract to you. And not only that, maybe you're going to be with the person you're with for the rest of your life and maybe you both are going to grow a lot in the next year or two. So the better you both become, you're just going to be able to love each other at a deeper, deeper level yeah. over time. So you could be with the same person you're with now. And in this moment, it may not be how you want it to be. Mm-hmm. But the better you become, you're going to start pulling out more good out of each other. Yeah, that's so true. I'm glad so. you brought that up because some people listening are thinking, what if I'm already in a relationship right now? And what if I don't feel the same love that I felt before. And it's just repeating these numbers and going, so go back to number one and think, am I going back to a moment that we got in an argument and I'm holding on and, and holding that grudge? Think about how that is making you feel. So heal that too. Yeah, go back to all of these numbers, number three. So maybe if you're not happy in your relationship, maybe you're going around being, you're mad at everybody else who is happy. Mm-hmm. So it's, this all they all go together whether you're single or if you're with somebody right i mean we could talk about this for hours there's so many different components of this but yes. this is just to sum it up for it's just you just to start just a little mm-hmm. peek yeah so i think that's all that i could think of that we can go in for these main without overwhelming everyone <laughs> but i think just sticking with these four things it sounds so simple but really it takes time and energy that goes into it too So we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Know that you have so much love within you. We're made of love. So you're going to attract it no matter what. You don't need to force it. Right. There's no trying. If you try, you're putting out the try energy. You just be you. Live your life. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. (laughs) That's true. Okay, guys. We will see you next episode. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.